episode 134. Ladies and gents, welcome to Radical. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Thank you guys for being with me again. Uh, this is only a audio podcast. I am back in the United States. Thank the good Lord out there. Uh, and freak accident uh, out here. Nobody's hurt. None of that kind of stuff. Uh, thank God. But the one of the, the reasons why I'm only doing an audio podcast tonight uh, is because we had a dump truck uh, that's, you know, there's a couple sites uh, around here that have, um, you know, places are being cleared for new housing and all that fun stuff. So anyway, this, uh, this, <laughs> this poor guy, I mean, I got to think he's probably out of a job now. Uh, but he, uh, he takes off in a dump truck and the back end is still elevated and he runs about a quarter of a mile down my street, knocking out every data line every internet line for about a quarter of a fucking mile so i'm without internet uh, i'm working from my phone and doing hotspot stuff and all that kind of stuff and you guys know how i always bitch about what happened with comcast and why i don't have you know fiber internet out here and how i had copper and you know right now I'd kill for some copper, for God's sake. So it's just kind of been uh, that kind of week, you know, uh, and, and being coming back. I'll t- I, I got to slow down a little bit because I want to I want to stop and talk about, you know, coming back to the United States from overseas, um, kind of the experience this time around and kind of how it's weighed pretty heavy on me. And, and thank God for uh, my wife and let me, I'll, I'll get to that. So, um, first foremost, if you want to go out and help me and this podcast grow and reach more people, we'll, we'll just knock all this stuff out of the way. All this admin nonsense, go over to patreoncom slash radical pod. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar. And I'm telling you, it adds up. I really appreciate everybody that has done that. Um, Helps me to do bigger, better things, hire more people to do more things for us, and and grow this uh, this movement. I mean, guys, without you know really spending, you know, even you know just just my own money over the past couple of years, look what we've been able to do. Right, this is what we can do together. You know, with a little bit more, uh, we can do we can do lots more. And you know, to try to be able to teach people how to do this kind of stuff, like it's not magic. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of dedication. And if this is your passion, um, you know, man, like to, to share this, to, to grow the liberty movement to where other people are going out and doing things like this because they heard, you know, this crazy guy on a podcast once upon a time say that, you know, you can grow this from practically nothing. And that affects our culture, man. That's a really cool thing. So if you want to, become a patron. And uh, I really appreciate that. If you don't have a lot of money or time or just don't want to contribute yet, maybe you can go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. Maybe leave a little writing and I'll read it here. Lifts my spirits. And I always appreciate that. Um, and if you got anything to bring to my attention, you can always reach me at shane at radicalpod.com. So whether it's a guest, a news story, a video, whatever. Um I will pick it up there. And hopefully, uh, one of my good buddies uh, has told me that he has just got uh, his confirmation that Starlink, his you know internet from Elon Musk, is on its way. And I think that's super cool. Like, I'm, like right now, I would really kill for some Starlink. So, anyway, let's get into um, a little bit. I wanted to bring you guys up to speed. I know I was being... Uh, KG last week, and I'm always I have to be KG about you know what I do, uh, just because that's my agreement with my employer right now. So there are some things going on behind the scenes, and yeah, boy, to to be able to tell this story someday and write this book, I started it. Um, I've started a book. It's called the murder cult, of course. Uh, but I'm going to start addressing some of those things, and you know, as I can divorce myself from. Of uh, what I do now, and and go into nothing but you know podcasting and and doing things that I really want to do with this podcast. Um, it's got to it's got to stay quiet, um, and you'll understand why someday. Like it's 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 not my intention to be cagey with you guys. It's my intention to give you guys everything. But there are some things that are a long game, and they are in the works. And I think it is one of the coolest things in the world. But. Um, Coming back, man, uh, I, I was I was over in uh, the UAE, and what a 
you know, what a weird place that is. It's obviously not my first time over there. Um, long time ago, I used to go over there quite a bit just for, uh, for work and, and, you know, what, you know, what I used to do in, in terms of craft and a lot of fun stuff. So at the, at the end of my trip, you know, I was, I was just so ready. Like, you know, when you're on a plane, you know, for eight plus hours, a leg, uh, for two legs and you got layovers in places like France and the Netherlands and, you know, like it, the, the newness has worn off of being, you know, in an international airport or, you know, going into their lounges. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know, maybe that's something that a young man enjoys more, but as an old, like as a 40 year old plus guy now, right? Like I don't enjoy these things. Like I even want to be home. I want to be comfortable. I want to, you know, be in, in my own bed, take, you know, showers in my own shower and things like that. I mean, I guess I'm just getting crotchy, right? Like I don't want to be doing this, uh, especially for business, right? Like pleasure. Great. Um, if I've got to do it for business and maybe I can bring family along because it seems like to me, that's the most important thing in the world to me right now. Like I'm, I'm laser focused again because of this little bit of travel I had to do. I mean, this is the, this is the biggest trip I've had, um, in over a year and some change now. And to be with these guys and to see what's going on on a daily basis, um, you know, truly truly is what i want to be doing it's it's what i want to be talking about whether it's the homesteading part or you know the the part about you know raising kids you know the way i'm doing it and and i mean i'm just i'm super proud of of who they are the the men and the women that they're becoming you know at, at 10 years old you're starting to see some real personality traits and character and you know the the questions that are just super smart uh on top of trying to you know put a ton of time into getting this place more self-sufficient um you know about got a, a generator hooked up that i want to talk to you guys about um working on the understanding of some raised beds we we did plant a garden up here in the soil uh it just turns out is really really terrible soil no matter how much uh, you'd want to mix, you know, clay or, you know, some, some better, uh, you know, let's say nutrients and, and fertilizers and stuff like it, it's a, it's a bad, bad deal. You're better off just using natural like compost and, and good dirt that you can get, um, you know, brought into some, some raised boxes, plus learning some, you know, techniques in these raised boxes that, that I've just been, you know, kind of infatuated with for a while now. And I know this is maybe some dorky stuff and I'm switching directions, but I think a lot of you guys are geared toward being self-sufficient. I mean, I think that's the the whole idea of libertarianism, you know, whether it's, you know, out in the woods on the side of a mountain uh, or possibly in an urban type environment. Like, I mean, I know some people just love living in cities. Like that's, that's okay. Like I get it, but there's still cool to be able to grow your own food in a city you know, to, to have some, um, a, a, a little garden hydroponics or whatever, you know, like to be able to, um, take a small amount of space and make it productive with nature. I mean, you can get paid for this kind of stuff, people. I mean, and that's the thing is how, how can you scale it and how can you live within your means? And to, I mean, to take you guys down these roads, I know I'm kind of going down a trail here, but like, this is where this trip brought me to. Like I just have so much inside of me that I'm super excited about and I'm thankful for, you know, and I do it because this, you know, this world, I'm telling you, like, it is a weird fucking place these days. Um, I have traveled the, the world since I was a young man, like 20 years old. I've always been paid to travel the world. So, you know, a lot of times I get to stay in some pretty nice places because, you know, the, the American dollar does go farther right? Like when, when I go and visit places like, you know, Abu Dhabi and I see just the outlandish type of wealth and, you know, get to feel what it is to be a second class citizen. Like that's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, to, and to now have, you know, more of this, you know, tyranny on top of you, and the, the propaganda on top of you and 
the, the you know the, the the force and coercion, you know the fear mongering that's going on. It is, it's crazy. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to I'm going to kind of show you guys some fear mongering that's going on for both parties at the same time, and you know maybe how to spot it if you're new to you know the idea of libertarianism. Like this is going to be a good show for you guys because you're going to see you know how Democrats and how Republicans you know, work on dividing you, right? Like it's not, they're grown ass adults. I mean, how many grown ass adults can you not just sit down with and have a real damn discussion? These guys can't do it. They can't afford to do it. They don't want to do it. Why? Because at the end of the day, the more that the government grows, the more powerful they are. I mean, it's real simple. Like, you know, if there's, if there's zero sum games out there, like this is one of them. So, Anyway, coming back to, you know, getting back here in, in the States, like I saw all of this kind of stuff and, you know, it was propaganda from France. It was propaganda from the UAE. It was propaganda from Amsterdam to see like all these things everywhere and to see people rising up. I mean, that gave me a good feeling, but I'll tell you, you know, the, the propaganda itself, I was just like, man. Like they don't give a shit about making you feel like a second class citizen anymore. That, that was a big, big, big change. Um, and, and, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe I've thought that, you know, I hadn't been here in the United States quite to that effect, but really we are like, we're all second class citizens. There's, the whole uh, animal farm, right? Like everybody is equal, but some animals are more equal. And that's the thing is those guys think they're in a completely untouchable class of people. And we are so lucky here in the United States, especially the South and the Midwest and everywhere in between these major ridiculous cities the fact that you guys got guns has staved off something and given us some time to have some conversations. And man, we need these more than ever right now. Like it's getting close. I mean, the contractions right now around the world, you just see it. Things are going kinetic in places like South Africa. Uh, it's getting really really heavy uh, in, in Cuba. Uh, I'm going to have a good friend on uh, to talk about that and his experience. Like, I mean, he's, I don't want to give away too much, like, he, but he's got ends to the Castro family, man. And it is some really crazy stories and we're just going to have a hang, man. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, but to see, you know, this, this kinetic type of engagement around the world where people are rising up like I, I get it they've pushed too far they have pushed people too far and you can see it plain as day that the freest places in the world right now have tons of guns in private people's hands and they dare not fuck with these people or the wrath of God will rain down. And I swear, that's, I really, like, it's been, it's never been more apparent in my life to see who's walking around without mask, where they're, where they're concentrated at, and where these battle lines are starting to form. And I mean battle lines between the people and the state because they got no guns. And the only thing they got is numbers now. They got rudimentary weapons. And I mean, one mind, any weapon, all that fun stuff. But like, it's, it's getting real dicey for a lot of people out there in the places where they took the guns away. And you're going to start, I mean, you want to talk about gun violence. The murder cult is the most violent of the, the gun violence and it's massive. People are going to start seeing that there are, they're already starting to see that. Can't deny what's going on in Cuba right now. I mean, communism, right? It's been how long 
have they been oppressed over 60 damn years like they're done and this 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 has made those places that were less free and less comfortable because let's face it this is also a great understanding of why free markets or the freer the market the better off the people are in terms of making sure they have a livelihood making sure that they can educate their own families that they can live outside of a city off the grid somewhere right it's not easy self-sufficiency is hard but i'm telling you right now it's worth it Learning to shoot firearms, you know, is a scary thing for people until they do it and they learn it. Freedom, when you learn it and you can do it and you can teach it and you can spread it, is power. And responsibility. And it comes, I mean, that's, these, are, these are not easy lessons for a lot of people to learn. But it is just glaringly evident right now of who has liberty mindsets as a culture and who doesn't. And a lot of those people that were betting on taking guns away from people are paying a price right now. Look at Australia. I mean, they just locked down 900,000 people again because a fucking 80-year-old died from COVID one, just one 80 year old died from COVID horseshit. Australia gave up their guns. I think today was the first time, uh, that people in the UK could come out without a mask. They've had a lot of big demonstrations over there. And they're like, Ooh, man, maybe we should loosen this up before it gets crazy smart I hope it continues to go that way but it's not going to go that way until people in America who are still obviously super comfortable aren't totally out in massive numbers millions right like what did we see last summer fires being set around the country and it wasn't because of George Floyd. It's because those communities have been absolutely terrorized by government forever. And in our country's history, over 240 years, the drug war has absolutely decimated them. When you've got about, I don't know, was it two million? 3 million people somewhere, depending on, I don't know if you even trust their numbers anymore. Government numbers of people who are in prison. In prison. For cannabis. For drugs. For non-violent crime. You trust the government to give you the right numbers on this kind of stuff? I sure as hell don't. We've got some major things to figure out. Major, major, major things that are right on top of, you know, where we're living. If you don't start to see these things for what they are and the truths that they are and villainize each other, they're going to win. They're going to win a lot more territory because that violence begets violence. The way to push back is we're still a country, you know, loosely. I know we're a banana republic, but loosely, we're still a country. We can still effectively push ideas into certain places by word of mouth. I mean, just by pointing out the obvious, the fact that we can still podcast. I mean, I'm shocked because I'll tell you right now, my last week's show got banned from YouTube. That's the first time I've had something banned from YouTube. And all I did was talk about the actual results of what happened in India. Gone. 
a thing is toast. It's in the ether. I mean, I've got it on other places. But, man, I'll tell you what. It must have hit a real nerve. So how long is that? How long is this going to last? I don't know. Like I, we're, we're at, we're at that point. I mean, when you've got the administration coming out right now and doing everything that it's doing, talking about Facebook, and you know, we've got some of these people that are out there uh, that are making our propaganda look silly, right? That's what it is. I'm not afraid of. You're not afraid of speech that, I don't know, doesn't do you harm, right? I think that's just a natural human, you know, psychology, right? Like, are people really afraid? I mean, good people really don't give a shit what anybody says. Unless it's malicious, right? Unless it's, like, malicious against your own character. I know a lot of people are getting pretty antsy with Fauci and Biden and the rest of these guys up there that are, you know... I agree, full of war crimes. So anyway, I don't know. These are just the thoughts that I needed to get out of me because I think there's probably a ton of you guys out there that feel this way too. You kind of see it. Maybe you don't see it quite as much as I do because I just like, I look at these things and it's very, very clear. You know, where the control is, where the liberty is, why it happened. And for all those people that bet that the government wouldn't ever fucking turn on them. I hate being right, man. I hate being right. I don't want to be right. I don't want people being, you know, terrorized by cops in their neighborhoods. I don't want you caged. I don't want you abused or brutalized by a sheriff's deputies and cops and agents of the state in your neighborhood or wherever you are. Especially if you're a peaceful person. I don't want that for any of you. I want you guys to fi- to see it. I mean, know that we've begged and pleaded with you over the years. Stop making so many damn laws. Republicans and Democrats. Stop making everything a fucking crime. Because at the end of the day, for every piece of legislation or bureaucracy that comes out, it's an excuse for a dude with a gun and a badge and now qualified immunity, civil asset forfeiture, all these gimmicks and usurpations of just our natural rights. And I mean, to, to see to see that in the communities where we've just argued this ad nauseum, the, the government will turn on you eventually. When it gets big enough and its money system starts to fail, whatever the cause, it turns out it's grown out of proportion. And the fact that you trusted it with a monopoly on violence is sad. Because you couldn't listen. Because you couldn't have discussions. You couldn't have conversations. You couldn't divorce yourself from a party maybe that your mom or your dad liked. Or that's in the in crowd. Or that Hollywood adores and receives ridiculous paychecks to promote. Man, I hate being right. Maybe have a listen. I'd love to save your ass. And I not you don't owe me shit. You owe me nothing at all. I would love to be able to give you the ideas and the consistent principles and the courage that I have in espousing these with anybody. I want to give you that. I want to give you everything that I know takes to be free because I can see, I can see where tyranny is encroaching more and more and more 
every day. You know where it's not encroaching as much? Out here in the sticks, in the mountains, in the in the in the interim areas between really really status places and places where people are more self-sufficient in every way including their own safety and the ability to repel the government and understand economics and natural law those are extremely powerful aspects and that's what we do here on radical we talk about this kind of stuff all the time so anyway i'm gonna this is this has all been i don't know just so much on my mind that i you know i didn't do uh a ton but i wanted to to give you guys just a couple of different articles tonight let's see how i'm only 25 minutes in i think we got plenty of time to do these um to illustrate how they're doing this to the Democrats and the Republicans out there. And I know you know, but they don't. And since you guys are such a great sharing crowd, I think this is probably the one to share with other people. So this is from Fox News, right? Um, They're considered conservative or whatever, I don't know. Propaganda, but still conservative propaganda. So... This is a story about, you know, the vaccinated Pelosi and Biden aides test positive for COVID-19. Do I think this is, you know, kind of ridiculous? I do, right? Like, you know, these vaccines, man, they don't, they don't seem like they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that's, that's got to be somewhat worrisome, right? for people out there, like that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to elicit fear, right? Like, okay, so who's this fear going to be with, right? It's not going to be with the conservatives. No, this is a fear for the Democrats, right? Holy shit, the vaccine isn't working. They're not going to go, man, these guys were wrong. You know, as soon as this says, hey, no, you guys got to get more shots and more shots and more shots, right? Like this is this is new, right? They're going to start accepting, I guarantee you, they're going to start accepting the, the idea that this is a gene therapy. They're going to have to accept it because right now, if, if the shots aren't working and vaccinated people, quote unquote, are getting sick, they're going to be like, oh man, no, you need not just two, you need three. Maybe because this is experimental, right? Because we're doing something that's never been done to beat a, beat a 99.9% survivable fucking uh, disease that kills fat people and people who are like, you know, have a high morbidity rate. Like, come on. This is, this is it. But they're not going to, they're just going to go along with the science, man. You got to trust the science. You got to trust what these people say, you know, obviously if you can't question science, science is propaganda. Then you can't question it. It's propaganda. And you've got a tyrannical state because you can't question shit. Probably even more alarming. But anyway, so this is supposed to elicit more fear and panic, not in conservatives, but in the liberals, the Democrats, the people who are believing the quote unquote science, right? So a spokesman for the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, tested positive Monday for coronavirus following the meeting last week with members of the Texas legislature who fled the state for Washington, D.C. Drew Hamill, a top aide to Pelosi, said unidentified staff member was fully vaccinated and did not have recent contact with the top California Democrat, though the Speaker's office is taking extra precautions as a result. Do you know... Oh God, there's so much shit wrong with this, but I don't know. My, uh, my brain here is just going to go straight for the senior Democrat, right? Like they don't, they're like, obviously there's, there is a pecking structure in DC now in Congress, in the Senate, wherever there is a pecking structure. And if you aren't the top Democrat, right, then how are you? ever going to be equal. The House of Representatives was all about giving every 
you know, man, woman, and child, I guess, every district, the same amount of weight in Congress, the, the quote unquote, the people say, remember? And this is, I mean, this is Fox News, right? They're supposed to be, well, we're conservative, guys. No, no, you're not. You're still, you're still reporting in this lie language. If you're going to report in this language like this, you're part of it. This is, this is the indoctrination showing out whether you know you're indoctrinated or not. Maybe they don't. Or maybe they do. I don't know. I, I got to think that it's just the propaganda and the indoctrination growing up. That This is how people who are reporting news talk just so cavalierly about how we have top Democrats. Look, I know she's the Speaker of the House. It doesn't make her the top Democrat. It makes her just the one who is doing some, I don't know, some of the more administrative work, right? Deciding what's coming to the floor, what's not, which I think in itself is bullshit, but those, uh, those are what they've, I don't know, come, come to accept in the House of Representatives because we've got a bunch of fools not making any noise. Anyway, yesterday, a fully vaccinated senior spokesman in the Speaker's press office tested positive for COVID after contact with members of the Texas State Legislature last week. Hamill said in a statement obtained by Fox News, this individual has had no contact with the Speaker since exposure. Sure she hasn't. Why would she have? The entire press office is working remotely today with the exception of individuals who have had no exposure to the individuals or have had a recent negative test. Now, wow, the entire press office of what? Is there an entire press office for Nancy Pelosi? I mean, are you kidding me? Holy hell. Maybe that's the problem, is maybe they get too much damn press. If there's an entire press office devoted to Nancy Pelosi, ugh. You know, I don't find anything interesting about Nancy Pelosi other than the fact that as a as a, a member of the House, she's worth, I think, something like maybe I'm on the low end. Could be anywhere from 80 to $140 million. Like, Jesus Christ, just make it any more obvious of what you've been doing. Um, and obviously to say that she's had no contact. Anyway, on Tuesday, Pelosi and her staff were spotted wearing masks again at the Capitol Following a loosening of mass restrictions by the Capitol physician, many members have opted against masks in recent weeks. Oh, man. Amazing. Freedom. The ability to choose at this point, a year and a half into it, where vaccines have been available for anybody who's wanted one. They've got a, a surplus supply of them here in the United States, and they're acting like, you know, there's just not enough vaccines going around out there. There's vaccine inequality and what are they, they don't have any equity, like all these fucking woke ass terms is just the most ridiculous shit uh, to, to, to continue to hear day after day and not go, oh man, wow, like maybe we should have freedom to not cover our face and breathe free air and be free people and not, you know, look, we've weighed the risk, right? We know what's going on. Um, so to, to, to see that, I don't know, they're, they're masking up again. Let me tell you something too. Like if you're new to this program, we talk some science sometimes, uh, micron is a measurement and you know, what passes through with a virus through mask, right? Like you're talking about mask holes that are probably about 0.40, you know, like somewhere around 0.40 micron. At, at best. And then you're talking about a virus that travels around at like maybe 0.1. So right through those things. Like super, super easy. Doesn't block that kind of stuff. We learn about this kind of stuff in uh, our new nuclear biological courses in the Marine Corps, for God's sakes. Like, they're like, don't think you're just going to pull some sheets over your face and avoid uh, a biological, chemical, or nuclear type attack. You're going to die. You better get your goddamn respirator on and make sure you got a good seal. Maybe even put on your, your chem suit, right? So that you don't come in contact with this, these biological substances um, or nuclear or whatever else. And we're like, that's what it takes. I know what it takes to not be infected with a virus. I'm telling you right now, the bullshit that they have on people's faces, it's a, 
I mean, these are crimes against humanity. And I don't say that lightly, but at this point, it's like, yeah, man, like, no shit. You can't figure this out for yourselves. Like, this is absolutely crimes against humanity. Anyway, so obviously, what this is doing is just painting this picture. You know, how how fucking stupid are the Democrats? You know, they've, they've been talking about these vaccines for a year and a half straight. We've said that they're not going to work over on the conservative side. And you know what? Great. You see people laughing about this. Like, I hope they die from this kind of stuff. And you're like, whoa, man, that's got it. That's where you, 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 I don't think you can go that far. Like, I don't think that's a healthy thing as a human being to ever go that far that you wish these people dead. I don't, I wish them some brains. I wish them some courage. I wish them a lot of things, but not dead. But this is, this is the culture that these guys are creating in the propaganda, right? Like, listen, I know I have some fiery fun tweets. I don't wish anybody dead. I don't. I think some people are retarded. I think some people are completely indoctrinated. I think some people are overwhelmingly scared right now. I hate it for all of them. You should listen to better shows. You should take in better knowledge because there are a lot of people out there that don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a real thing. Now juxtapose this though. It's not just the Republicans. Oh no, 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 no. Right now on Twitter, uh, there's a story that's circulating. I found, you know, went down, found one of the articles on it. Um, and it is an unvaccinated Trump supporter who spread coronavirus conspiracy theories dies of COVID-19, right? What do you think the, the position is on this? It's not the conservative side. This is the left side reporting about people who are unvaccinated getting COVID-19. Well, we told you, we told you, right? So you got the left that's over there. We told you. And the right over there saying, Oh, we told you. And now like what? We're both right. You're both right. Sometimes you're both going to be right. Wow. Maybe that's even common ground. I have no idea. Sometimes you're both right. Sometimes you're both wrong. And I'm going to point out exactly why this article is also one of those articles that people take instead of showing their humanity and their love for their fellow man, they automatically go towards the worst. And I think that's what we've got to change about culture. On Tuesday, the Cape Cod Times reported that Linda uh, Zurn, a former member of the Bourne, Massachusetts Board of Selectmen and a Trump-supporting figure in the local Republican Party, had died of COVID-19. Zorn died at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston of severe complications caused by COVID-19, according to the report. She was 70 years old and had not been vaccinated. Quote, she was a strong woman who believed in speaking the truth and defending our freedoms in America, in quote, this Republican state uh, committee woman, Deborah Dugan, telling that to the, the Cape Cod Times, said, I would describe her as uh, people or I would describe her to people as a little woman with a mighty, but a mighty warrior. For months, Zorn, a member of the pro-life group of the United Cape Patriots, had promoted conspiracy theories. Listen to this. Conspiracy theories about the pandemic on Facebook. She shared articles accusing the World Health Organization of a cover-up of the Wuhan virus, <laughs> claiming that COVID is a, is a cover for globalists to usher in UN Agenda 2030, a substantial development initiative right-wing conspiracy theorists assert is a plot to create one world government. I mean, you can go look at the the 2030 UN agenda. I mean, it's right there for everybody. It's not a stretch, but is it a cover-up? Like, yeah, the when viruses, you know, the, the WHO has covered up a lot of things about what's happened. Like a year ago, people were getting their videos silenced on YouTube um, for talking about how it was a virus <laughs> that came out of Wuhan, China, where they have a lab that's devoted 
to creating what? That's right. COVID. Right. The, the, like John Stewart came out and talked about this when it was safe, but not before then. And so now, you know, that we're talking about cover ups and conspiracy. Well, there was a cover up and there is a conspiracy. And oh, by the way, people like YouTube, those hacks are taking shit down because they're, they're being told to. We heard it from Pisaki this week. I always say her name wrong. I, I don't care. Like she's going to be gone soon anyway. I don't care about the little redheaded demon that spouts off murder cult talking points. Don't at me. So anyway, she, uh, let's see, is there an express support for the QA non-conspiracy theory posting their creed of where we go one, we go all. Zern promoted the use of hydrochloroquine. Oh, how dare her. A treatment of COVID-19 during uh, the, the Barnstable County Assembly and Delegates meeting in December and questioned whether officials had looked into preventative measures that people could use besides a vaccine to help build up their immune system. Oh my God, the terrible, terrible woman. Um, the chair of, of the board of selectmen said Zorn cared deeply about others. She definitely left her mark on the community, he added. Oh boy, terrible woman. According to the report, Zorn and her mother contracted COVID-19 while returning home from a trip from South Dakota. <laughs> They're going to throw that in, right? Because South Dakota didn't, didn't play by the rules during the lockdown. Oh man, they just, whew, fun times. The state where Republican-motivated policies have let the virus uh, propagate with little control. And that's how they go out, right? So, man, if you don't have control, you, you're not going to live, right? You're, gun, you're going down. You QAnons, you're going down. You're conspirators. They've been right a lot. A lot. But then you look on Twitter at some of, you know, what people are saying. This is why evolution needs to be taught in schools. Uh, learning about Darwin. Yeah, because Darwin was right. Um, let's see. The pandemic of the unvaccinated rages on Trump supporter, QAnon adherent, leader of the United Cape Patriots, just died of COVID. Like, you see this, you see, you know, some things just really devolve, right? And to the point where they're doing the same thing as some of the, I don't know, Trumpians, the, the conservatives, whatever it is, the worst among us, sitting there saying, I hope she dies. I hope, I'm glad she's dead. I hope this happens to more and more and more people out there. It's crazy to me. It's, it's crazy on such a scale that I don't understand, especially here in the South. Like, I don't understand how many people call themselves Christians, right? Like, Christianity is an idea about, you know, taking care of people, helping, you know, the, the downtrodden, the people who have to resort to things like sex work and all the terrible things that come along with it. Christianity is the story about caring for people who are sick. It's about voluntarily giving of ourselves to the people that hate us. The people that can't stand us. Turning the other cheek and still being a better human being. Trying to understand where other people have come from. And I think the idea of Christianity is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like, just because I'm not a Christian anymore, it's probably got more to do with the fact that where the church isn't and how they haven't been in this space and how they have been quiet. It's deafening. They don't want to take sides. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to get down in the weeds because they're afraid that if they do, their congregation is going to split and then they won't have the money. Tell me I'm wrong. Where's the fucking church? 
yeah, I might cuss like a Marine and I might be extremely, extremely vulgar in my reactions to this murder cult. But I'll tell you right now, I don't wish death on anybody. There's, there's a natural thing. There's a natural process for really, really terrible people. Really, it's, it's a community thing. It's a village thing. It is a natural thing. I think I've got some answers for it. This idea that we can't be those people, that we're not those people, that we care more about being right, we're wanting to be right, we're wanting to be in power, wanting our morals, our ideas forced upon other people. Like that's that's such a easy thing to communicate with people, isn't it? I don't think most people, when challenged on that idea, would be like, no, man. Like, I think you're probably right. I think there are some, you know, guys that think they're tough guys out there that would say, no, man, you got to kill murderers, you got to kill rapists, you got to kill kidnappers, you got to kill these people. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in your tribe, that's what needs to happen. There's part of me that rejected the idea of a state having the power to take life a long time ago because I didn't trust it. Right? Like, I don't trust the state at the federal level. I don't trust it at the state level. Right? And I don't know that I trust it at the county level or the city level either. I don't. Now, I'll tell you right now, if a dude, pedophile, a murderer, a rapist, man, I think there's probably this really neat math equation in terms of how heinous a crime is rated to about how far you leave him out in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness measured in thousands of miles, right? You're going to be that kind of person, man. You're going to go out there and, and and fend for yourself in a natural world. You know, we can get charity to pay for the, the, the helicopter ride out to the middle of nowhere to drop them off. You're going to get right with nature one way or another. You're going to see what happens when you fuck with nature's law. We're going to put you in nature. You want to be a barbarian? Cool, man. Let's see how barbarian you are now. You just earned your right of passage. See you later. I guarantee you if they ever made it back to civilization, they're changed. What they're going to have to endure, what they're going to have to be able to do to get back to civilization in some places, boy, good luck. I think that'd be a lot more of a deterrent for most people. Being scared to death of being caught and taken out to the middle of nowhere and left. I don't know, just an idea I have, but in terms of putting our best foot forward with the worst people, trying to learn something, trying to see it so that we can see it in, you know, in the future, right? And maybe have peaceful interactions with people to prevent those things take whatever is causing the psychosis in people to be monsters and try to address it in society before it devolves to violence. Not by, not by force and coercion. Through volunteerism. Because that's where it all starts. It all starts with force and coercion from the state. And to monopolize that kind of power at that level is why we are here now where they are dividing us 
amongst every possible means and cheering people on that are cheering for death. Open your eyes. Democrats, Republicans, we're not your enemies. We're your neighbors. We're your family. We didn't want to be right. We're still asking you guys for peace. I mean, literally. I know a lot of you guys are like, man, I'm done. I'm done begging. Eh, I guess you're right. Done begging, you guys. We're telling you, leave us the fuck alone. Leave each other in peace. Both sides. Maybe go a step further and put a better foot forward. Turn the other cheek. Because when the people who are trying to practice, you know, being good people, not hurting people, not taking their stuff, not murdering, not thieving, not coercing, man, when you push those people too far, Jesus Christ, that table begins to flip. That is, that is not where we need to be. You can't back people into corners and commit this kind of heresy, or this kind of heresy, this kind of this kind of horrendous treatment of peaceful people for this long. It's just a natural law. It doesn't happen. It won't happen. You will see people come out of the woodwork that you've never seen. If it devolves far enough, you will see people like you see in Cuba, in South Africa, in places around the world where people are picking up rocks and going after each other. Leave us alone. That's going to do it for this episode of Radical. Thank you guys for bearing with me. I swear to God. Uh, I am extremely thankful just for enough tech to be able to get out audio. Um, I hope you enjoy this. I'll have another one for you Friday. Um, and so I think this is going to be my new schedule going forward. It allows me to spend a lot more time with my kids. My wife uh, allows me to get back into the dojo and start training. You know, it's kind of been nice sitting back uh, without having to lean up on a stool looking to a light. Uh, and, you know, got a heating pad on my back right now. Rolling around with a big boy last night. Damn. I mean, 18-year-old giant. Going to be great at jiu-jitsu someday. He's got everything he needs minus... The, uh, the knowledge and technique, but I'll tell you what, at 18, he's a lot further along and I'm sore because of it. But anyway, I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you here on Friday. I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.